it looks like USF's leading scorer comes off the bench. Is that what kind of a dynamic does that do as far as preparation for you guys? Yeah, they're, in fact, their bench has outscored their opponent's bench, I mean, by a couple hundred points. And uh, I, I just saw a stat maybe the last eight or nine, ten games or so. So uh, it's a uh, it's a, a, a really disciplined group, okay, that starts and uh, the, the, what, what, the, their offensive system reminds me a lot of Princeton's and uh, their defensive system, you see a lot of St. Mary's in it. Um, but uh, when that bench comes in, it, uh, there's a lot, it seems like there's a lot more freedom. And, you know, Ronnie Boyce is as good an offensive player as there probably is in the league. He's averaging 16, close to 17 points a game in, in 20 minutes, 21 minutes a game. So um, that's that's an issue. But I, I think the biggest um, thing just to defensively, just to kind of start the game by is to not let them get started shooting threes, making threes. It's a team that's at one time was number three or four in the country at threes made per game, and I still, still think they're up there pretty good. Um, they made 16 threes against the Utes. And uh, that's just something we're really, really going to have to, you know, defend. And we've had some games where um, the teams have really shot well in the th against uh, from the three-point line against us. So, what are some of the challenges in defending the three-point line against? Well, they well first of all they all can shoot them, okay. And like the first game of the year when we had when we faced Princeton. Uh, a lot of what they do is to get you sucked in and then to you know get everybody spaced and and then uh you know find find those guys who can shoot it so um it's it's not like it's just one or two guys that you really gotta you can't help off of or you you know you kind of scout and and don't let you know if a couple guys get going it's it's a whole group of guys from the five that start to the five that come off the bench do you plan on having any lineup changes with Eli being healthy now? Uh, we'll start the same way tomorrow, but but potentially there could be. I mean, we'll see. I, I, you just need to, uh, you know, work, just play some games and see how it all fits. And then I, I think there'll be lineups in the game that will be different, that obviously we need to kind of uh, find good combinations of the right guys and, it's uh, it's kind of a tough time to be doing that, you know, right in the middle of league play. But we'll look forward to the challenge. Stephen Bayo's averaged, I think, over 15 minutes a game the last seven or eight games. What has he done to earn that time, and has he surpassed your expectations after coming in basically as a walk-on? Well, you know, we we needed we needed him, uh, you know, just to kind of gain confidence, and uh, you know, early in the year. Um, you know, we were we were trying to kind of do some other things, and Elijah was trying to find his way, and he wasn't. He was just kind of a shell of himself in those early games. And and what Bale's done is come in and and found a real niche for us, uh, where defensively he's in the right position, offensively takes good shots, uh, and he's made he's made big shots for us. Um, but he's he's kind of been able to to fit in with uh, the other guys, and I think that's there, there's a real skill to that. Um, he's a really talented player, but I think he sacrificed a lot of his game to help our team be better, and that's allowed him to play more minutes. I think. So somebody um, 
few coaches in the league this year. What's the toughest part about facing so many of those uh, in one year? Well, I think it's it's uh, it's probably just you're anxious to see if you've got enough. You usually you watch the last four or five games, and with these guys, you've got to go back and and see if you're you've got you guys prepared. I think that this will be the third coach in here in league is that their first year, which I think is kind of unique that we've got three of them at our place first, the new ones, and I think we're going to get the fourth one in our place first when, when Portland comes in here later down uh, down the road. But um, it, it uh, that's probably the, the, the biggest concern is if if you've got your guys prepared for everything you think you're going to see, and the answer is probably probably no because you don't know them that well. You don't know them as well as you say a guy that you've maybe gone to battle against 10, 15 times. What's your relationship like with Kyle Sanago's way back to the Mountain West days? I, I, I've known Kyle for years, just, you know, and, and kind of in passing. I, when he was the uh, um, assistant coach with Randy at St. Mary's is probably where I knew him the best. But cross paths, recruiting, and and, uh, um, and I think that this this group of guys that he has right now is he, he's trying to uh, to take most of, you know, the former coaches – players and get them playing the way he wants them to and uh, I think that starting group is the group that really executes the 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 way that you're going to see his program play you start bringing in some of these other guys and uh, you see some real talent but um, uh, it, it gets a little little looser from uh, you know what what he's really trying to run and actually it's in in some ways the, it's two groups that you're trying to guard. You're trying to guard, guard a real set kind of disciplined group and then a group that's got a little more freelance to them that is actually really talented offensively. Is Jamal back full, full goal? You know, I, I think that uh, he's he, I mean, he's practiced all week, which is good, but uh, he gets winded pretty quick. Anytime he, I mean, he had a full six days where – you know, he for four of those days he was he didn't get out of bed, and the other two days he was just here at practice, but didn't practice. So, um, you know, hopefully he can give us minutes, but it'll probably be a short minutes at a time, short stints at a time. Elijah had a rough go at the beginning of the season, like you said, he was struggling to find a rhythm and then the knee surgery. Uh, what happened in that time period between the knee surgery and playing now? Because he's had an impressive return. What? What happened mentally? What happened as far as skill set, getting him ready to go? Well, I, I think that uh, the most important thing is that he he feels way better. His, 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 he, he doesn't even – you watch him. In fact, I watched a couple earlier games uh, this week, the Coastal Carolina game, and he was kind of – as much as he was trying to play, he was kind of dragging that leg. And uh, I think that you see a lot of bursts of quickness and speed – and uh, athleticism from him now that you didn't see when he was kind of nursing that back. And a lot of that is uh, obviously strength in his leg, but a lot of it's, it's confidence. He feels like, I mean, it was his timetable and it was his return and he was ready. And I think he felt a little bit of pressure to maybe speed that up, wanted to play earlier and maybe just wasn't ready for it. But uh, I think confidence and just preparation for him um, as far as, uh, and, and he's still, I mean, we're, we're talking that he's played, 
you know, less than 100 minutes in the last two years. I mean, he didn't play at all last year, and he's played, you know, just you know, a couple couple games with us, and and so th- there's a lot of improvement I think that we'll continue to see with him, and and hopefully it's it's confidence in himself, teammates having confidence with him, and then him learning to play with the group.